We are live. What was the, uh, I saw your, your tweet yesterday. What was the line that got you in my podcast with Carl? Um, what was it? Oh yeah. Like, I don't know. It was like some, like dumb, stupid fucking producer or some shit like that. I think. (laughs) (laughs) So I assume it's this where I said at the beginning, um, I asked Carl about, so he has like a rotating group of guests Mm -hmm. or co-hosts. And they're all like friends of his. And I'm astonished by that because we talked a couple weeks ago about how it's tough to find people where like they'll dedicate the amount of time you need to put into like, you know, a podcast that's any resembles anything decent. Right. And I said, uh, I can barely find one moron to talk to. (laughs) Never mind six or whatever you have. That's what it was. It was, you show you what a good guy I am. I felt bad as I said it. I was like, that was an unnecessary shot at Craig. There was He's not here to defend himself. There was no need for that. Worst things have been said. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, certainly. But I, I, I did feel bad about it. Contrary to popular belief, everyone thinks I've been like shape. I feel like we haven't done a live stream in like three weeks. We haven't talked in a while. This, this might be the longest we've gone between uh, seeing each other or speaking to each other. Yeah, I think the next closest was either uh, my honeymoon, maybe. Ah, uh, what a great week that was! It was, wasn't? I was, I wasn't here. Everyone was happy. Yeah, yeah. And the last two free episodes you haven't been on. That's true. Sister's wedding this time. It's all, it's all kind of worked out that you got <laughs> sort of like a suspension. All right. It looks like I'm a tough, you know, <laughs> nose to the grindstone kind of guy on you now. Yeah, I know. I was like, I don't know what I did, but this <laughs> timing is impeccable. <laughs> No, it's just worked out, and uh, I suspect you'll be on the next free episode based on my correspondence, but if all goes according to plan, uh, you won't be on the next one, because uh, I should be recording with the great Bobby Kelly on Thursday. You're going to say Ari Shafir. I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Ari Shafir emailed me back. <laughs> he emailed me the way you would think Ari I can tell it's him running his email. <laughs> he called you the N-word. <laughs> well that yeah. yeah he celebrated my death yeah um no but he's, he's just like ah, i'm useless until i'm back in town he was very like disorganized <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense where is he he's uh he's a, is he in california right now or something uh he must be yeah because i saw him on uh uh whiskey ginger this week yes shane's out there doing the rounds too i saw i was i was gonna mention that um uh, you sent me. You told me he was on fighting the kid. I didn't really give a shit about that. I don't. I'm not a big fan of those guys. Well, the the reason I brought it up is because Shane's talked so much shit about Brendan Schaub and vice versa. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, Schaub said. I know Lewis J Gomez talks a bunch of shit about Schaub. Yeah, um, this was back. I think in what they call the Old Testament of Matt and Shane's secret podcast, but like the pre SNL days. Pre SNL. Okay. Yeah. Um, he said. He just, they would always trash uh, Shab, and then one day I think he kind of realized that Shab would kick the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> and well, sure, but you can't, here's the thing about Brendan Shab. you can't use that if you're a comedian. Right. You know what I mean? If you're a real comedian, you can't be like, well, I'm a UFC fighter. It's like, oh, okay, I guess then you win, you know? <laughs> the most egregious thing he said, though, was uh, Shab was that like Shane's stand-up was trash. Shobbed it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> I listen, <laughs> I'll uh, go watch uh, <laughs> Shane Gillis live in Austin on the Gillian Keeves YouTube page. 
And then go watch Brendan Schaub's special on Showtime. And I don't know if anyone needs to defend themselves on that. I you know think you could do it. It's pretty blatantly obvious. You know what? I got one better. Just go watch uh, Shane's special and then call it quits. Right. Yeah, well. <laughs> You'll know. It's going to be hard to top no matter who it is. I, I love that special. I've watched it like four times already. Yeah, he, uh, so I'm in the, I'm in the phase of, uh, I, it's on me to confirm. He is not blowing me off. This is on me to reach back out and be like, Hey, so we still going to do this. And as he approached a million views on that special, I was like, (laughs) he doesn't want to do this. He'd be doing it. Like I, (laughs) that's when the old lack of confidence kicks in. Why would he come? I'm like, I don't want to fucking bother him. (laughs) Why would he want to come on this thing? Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think he he probably had more fun. He did not. I didn't get through the whole um, fighter and the kid episode. Was there a confrontation? I didn't know no. that that was the case. It was quiet and boring. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the problem, the I think the problem he faces because I listened to him on Corolla. Oh, I didn't. And know. it was pretty good. I didn't know he was on. And there, if yeah. it was uh, September of 2019, I would have said, "Oh, this is great." <laughs> Shane's getting his chance to speak his mind. But as we sit here two years later, it's like, okay, I've heard all of this, <laughs> you know, was it that long ago now? Uh, almost exactly two years ago. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Holy shit. I feel I keep feeling like it's always like eight months ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, so the reason I, uh, the reason I brought, well, cause of COVID right in the middle. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Um, but the reason I bring it up is he did Bobby Lee's podcast. Um, which it's Bobby Lee and his girlfriend, both of uh, Asian descent. And um, I put in, in the uh, Shane Gillis, whatever the fuck I did. What was it called? Who's really been canceled uh, in that episode? I put a couple clips of Bobby Lee. Oh yeah. Uh, Cause he pre- he had his back at the time, I think kind of, but they were also kind of like, I think they might've been one of the shows that said like, yeah, I didn't find it funny, but that sort of thing, which is a very fair take. Sure. If you're seeing what the public saw, then yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so uh, Shane went on there and uh, it was very funny. And the first thing Bobby did is uh, ask him to say the word noodle with an Asian accent. <laughs> so, <laughs> so obviously it was a friendly environment. And then Shane threw in like you could, as he got more comfortable I think he knows Bobby Lee. I don't know if he's ever met Kalila. Yeah. But I think he, once he was more comfortable in the room, he threw out a joke that uh, was very funny that if you, you know, clipped it, you could make something out of it, I guess. But, um, but the reason I bring that up is it's very funny that he did that podcast. They made a few Asian jokes and things like that. And it's like, where is the, where's the apology <laughs> to, to Shane to be like, Oh, okay. You're not a racist. I guess I think I'm we no- were all, wrong when we said that maybe you said something that you know uh wasn't acceptable for snl that's a different debate uh, but all uh, of us that called you racist we're sorry a million views in a week is a pretty good apology yeah yeah but it's 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 so funny to me that that never has to be uh you know it'll it'll never be an issue it'll never be like oh hey you dragged this guy through the mud wrongly uh, now you have to apologize. Now you have to be held to the same standard. Yeah, it's a lot of people going, ah, whoops. Oopsies. Where, where's that? Uh, I don't know if you have that article I sent you about Seth Simons. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's it's perfect to show you like the level of uh, journalism 
you're dealing with when you have a guy that just, you know, is, is entire life is attacking comedians. Yeah. And frankly, you know, C list comedians, <laughs> which at the time Shane definitely was. Um, so Seth Simon's a guy we've talked about a lot attacks uh, a lot of these New York guys in particular. He wrote that article a few months ago that Anthony Jeselnik retweeted and said, uh, comedy has an alt-right problem. Well, we found out who one of his sources was uh, for this article. <laughs> if you'd care to share, uh, Craig. Is it gone? I'm on Lewis's page right now. Did it get deleted? I hope not. I sent you a link to the actual tweet, I think. Right, let me uh, go on my phone. You, oh, if you're going just by his Twitter, you have to go a ways back. Well, I, I barely scrolled, and I was like three weeks in the past. I do have it, though, here. Hold on. Okay. This is, by the way, I mean, right up the Minifan's alley. I think this has been done a couple, uh, reminiscent of Abraham Hands, I guess you could say. Although this is a better job because, uh, oh, you know what it's more, it, it reminds me of is that Ron Borges thing. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Did you listen to Kirk and Callahan at that time? I, I was always in school or working, so I'd only catch them on brief drives, really. Um, Ron Borges reported that Don Yee... Ah, fuck. Someone in the comments will know, remember better than me. Um, but some he had some, you know, quote from Don Yee, who was uh, Tom Brady's agent. Is this the uh, Fourier uh, accent gate also? It, it led to that, yes. Yeah, okay, I remember <laughs> So So uh, Borges reported something that Don Yee said... And uh, it was all based on just a listener to Kirk Callahan who tricked him into thinking he was Don Yee. <laughs> um, so that's kind of, that's what this reminds me of on a uh, smaller scale, I would say. Apostlegate. My time as a double agent of cancel culture. Uh, I posted as a mole to be a source of information for Seth Simons, resulting in the New Republic publishing Seth's magnum opus, the comedy industry has a big alt-right problem. For nine months, I kept correspondence with Simons and amateur... (laughs) (laughs) That's a long fucking time. That's a long time to never catch on and be like, is this guy fucking with me? (laughs) And credit to this guy, it's a long time to not fuck up. I know. I know. You know? For nine months, I kept correspondence with Simons, an amateur sci-fi writer, uh, as a, I think he meant to say as an amateur sci-fi writer named Patrick S. Tomlinson and uh, a senior vice reporter, all with the purpose of exposing the superficially and ego-driven motives of cancel culture journalism. Patrick Tomlinson is Kudos kudos to this guy. So this is, I would say, the one uh, bright spot that came out of that horrible Opie and Anthony Reddit. Oh yeah, like I think this guy—he's one of those guys—and that was that place was just a cesspool of hatred. This is actually post uh, that Reddit because this is on uh, onaforums.com. That was after the Reddit got. Oh, I'm sorry, maybe I'm confusing the two. Yeah, the Reddit got crushed, and then everyone went to this place. Yeah, so that—that's what that type of group, and I think the Minifans have done a good job at that. That's what that kind of group should have been doing the whole time, right? Where like, hey, if you really have. Uh, that big a problem with cancel culture. And I mean, I guess I'm guilty of it too, because I'm not doing investigative shit. I'm talking about it, but you know, to how many people, where is it really going to make a fucking difference? I'm talking to like-minded people already. So it's not like it makes a fucking (laughs) difference, you know, 
but like that's the type of shit where if you're really devoted to that type of stuff, then uh, that that's awesome to do to kind of expose shitty journalism. Yet, like I was just saying, uh, with the Shane Gillis stuff, that'll never be. Seth Simons will write another article, and you and me will talk about it, and maybe the Legion of Skanks guys, and this, you know, definitely uh, an underground group of comedy fans will be like, "Look at this fucking idiot." But then, you know, some Jezelnik type will retweet it and it'll get some views and that, that's all that'll matter to Seth. Right. So it's uh, an endless cycle, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> Toxic cis white male fat. <laughs> it's <laughs> a hilarious username. And they, uh, they convinced Seth Simons that that was the owner of the stand. Right. Okay. That and that guy was going nuts on Twitter. The owner of the stand was like, it's not me. <laughs> and, and Seth Simons is like, clearly that means it's him. That was his. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's going to get defensive, clearly showing that it's him. Right. Which is yeah. not a bad, like, to Seth Simons' uh, defense. That's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess if I got accused of that, I'd be like, of course it's me. <laughs> like, what the, of course, it's, no, who the fuck comes up with a, like, a phrase like that? Yeah. No, see, I'd give. I, if it wasn't me, I would still be. I would be the worst innocent, guilty suspect. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, like it's definitely like if not I, you. If Alba but... shows up dead tomorrow, uh-huh. God forbid. Um, obviously, I'd be questioned on it. I live with her. I'm a loved one, so they'd question me, and immediately I'd be. Whoa. <laughs> What are you talking about? Of course, I'm sweating. Well, dude, I'm making up lies about where I was <laughs> out of nervousness. And it's clearly a sighted person killed her. I don't know how what that means exactly, but <laughs> like at first, we really didn't think it was this guy, but now it's it has to be right. He went right. He sweat right through that suit jacket. <laughs> You're crazy if you think it's me. <laughs> yeah, I always I worry about that because like. Um, so if I have a hint that I'm going to be questioned on something that I didn't do, I start planning what I'm going to say, like, rather than just mentally being like, oh, well, you know, they're going to question me, question me on this, but who gives a fuck? I'm not, I'm not guilty. (laughs) Instead, I'm like, well, I have to craft the truth won't sound that great. So I have to. I have to, you know, put the right spin on it and think of a, and then it was, comes out like rehearsed, but since it's coming out of my mouth, it's sloppy and <laughs> fucking stuttering over myself. And, and then that just makes people think like, oh, this guy is definitely, if he's not guilty of this, he's guilty of something. You know what would happen with me though is it's, it would be clearly not me in a situation such as that, but I would feel the need to joke with whoever was questioning me and it would lead them to believe it's definitely me and I would go to jail. <laughs> yeah. I, I would just bury myself. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I have a lot of, uh, female friends and like if a girl's name pops up on my phone, uh, that Alba doesn't know, she'll be like, Oh, who's, uh, Kristen. And I'll be like, what, what do you think? Is someone I'm dating? See, I, <laughs> and it's like legitimately just a friend of mine. <laughs> I, I am always like that because I dated a girl who once flipped out, she was like, who the fuck is Caitlin? And like started like screaming and shit. And I go, that's my cousin. It was literally my cousin, but doesn't believe you all this shit. And it's just, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to try to not let you see anything now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's way easier. I remember, uh, that was another thing when, 
we first started dating, I so the way I tilt my phone, mm-hmm. like you know, I'm sure I don't know if you've seen me how I hold my phone and everything. Yeah, but like I have to like tilt my head a little bit and shit. So when I first started dating, Albert kept she would say things like, uh, "What are you talking about?" Or like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "That's weird." I'm like, "And then your business." And then eventually one day, like she said, she goes, "Why do you keep?" turning the phone away from me. <laughs> I was like, oh, legitimately, so I can see it. <laughs> this is not an act of <laughs> disloyalty. Oh, she Because like- I guess however I hold it, it was like just perfect so that I was angling the phone out of her line of sight. Ah. Yeah, this, this morning I woke up to a lengthy text from my dad. And, uh, my wife woke me up and she said, Hey, just so you know, uh, you have a very lengthy text from your dad. And I go, how the fuck do you know? <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was my response. I guess she, cause, uh, she walked, when she walked by it, like lit up or that's when it got sent. And it was like my whole screen was, <laughs> no. and I was like, okay, that makes sense. But uh, I was really weirded out for a second there. Well, without, our, without our privacy, we have nothing. These bitches need to understand that, you know? Yeah, and half the time she'll be like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And I'm just laughing at like a shit meme or something that, uh, that I find that just tickles me. And I'm like, "I if I, I can tell you, but you're not gonna find this funny in the slightest." Which really, in her eyes, would probably be more disappointing than if it was, oh, yeah. you know, your mistress. Right. It's like, oh, this fucking—he's a father. He's giggling at <laughs> turds. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always do. Uh, what was there before we uh, move on from comedy? Was there something else worth talking about? I can't remember. I think the biggest news in Blind Mike Project right now is the fact that Why Are You Laughing is being recorded this Saturday. That is true. That that's... is true. And I need to decide what do the people think? I've been I've been at odds. So I've sent you guys three. Uh, we're going to record four episodes on Saturday. Right. I've sent you guys three outlines. Mm-hmm. And the fourth I'm torn... Because I'm worried, so it became very obvious to like, oh, we should do a Norm episode. But now that I've listened to 50,000 Norm episodes of things, yeah, I'm like, oh, will people be sick of it by, you know. But then my other thought is, well, it's not going to come out for a few weeks. Right. We could do it on the second batch. Yeah. But then I don't know who the fourth would be this time. As everyone well, hears inside convo. Well, I want to do a Patrice episode. The uh, 10th anniversary of Patrice's death is coming up in November. Mm. So we can do that. I also want to do, um, I was thinking, uh, you know, let's throw a uh, woman or a colored in there. I said to myself <laughs> and, <laughs> and I thought about doing maybe Joan Rivers. Uh, yeah, we could. I think Joan Rivers, your your hesitation makes me think you wouldn't love it, but I think she's so underrated in comedy. I do too, but then I think other people overrate her. You think so? Yeah, I don't. I just don't think she's bad. I don't know. I think she's as funny. Like, hey, but what what better place to go to? Why are you laughing? To explain to me what is funny. You know, that's I mean? true. That's a good point. So you she'll be I mean? in the mix as well. But yeah, if you guys want to hear a Norm episode, uh, then that'll be the. Fourth one and maybe earlier than that, depending upon how we release them. Um, and if you guys, if you're like, hey, I've listened to 10 million Norm clips already, maybe give it a rest, and then we'll just do it in you know three months or something. Um, Chef Lewis, who will be catering this uh, said taping, uh, <laughs> yeah, tell him by the way, very very nice offer. 
Oh yeah. Uh, and I appreciate it. Cause we'll be there all day. You know, we'll need to fill our tummies, but if it's out of his way or anything, don't worry about it. <laughs> I get, I, from what I gather, he lives like very close by. Okay. He's too kind. I know. I know. Um, but what about him? He said, uh, Chappelle. I think that's pretty. Yeah. I want to save some of those. Like I want to do, we'll do Chappelle. Obviously we'll do. I think the Fryer whole, and Carlin. I, I think a good Chappelle one would be the, uh, saga him that quitting, was, huh? Him quitting Chappelle show. That whole saga from start of Chappelle show to the end. Yeah. Because I think he didn't he catch it like on a whim. <laughs> And they were like, oh, that's, you know, that's good too, to not even just do Chappelle, but do that storyline. Yeah. That way that, then another day we could do killing him softly if we focus on that special or something. Yeah. As many options. Yeah. Not a bad idea, but, uh, we'll see. Yeah. So I'll be preparing that final episode the rest of this week, whichever one I, whichever one I choose. The sun is just directly beating into my face right now. I look like a ghost. Really? Yeah. Well, it's getting late. Why? Well, I'm surprised that's the case. Yeah, it's just going down right at, you know what it is? The fucking stupid fucking uh it, the daylight is getting it's like three hours prior to where it was at the peak summer. Oh, boy, right I'll now. tell you, and then we're gonna have this gosh darn daylight savings time, you know? Sorry, the sun literally went in my eye in the middle of that that sentence and threw me off. <laughs> Cameo didn't get the email. What? Yeah. By the way, did the $20 guy get the email? Uh, I haven't seen him do anything but talk shit about everything on Twitter. <laughs> so, talk shit about us? No, just everything I've seen him on. Oh, oh, oh. Was uh, just shit talking. No, 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 but I'm saying, did you uh, unclick him? I only sent him one thing so far in the like, okay. week plus that he's been up on right. board. We have one $20 subscriber. <laughs> and honestly, we have a level where we talk about... The the listener. <laughs> Honestly, that level is so annoying because I'm like, is this <laughs> is this gonna piss him off to give him free content? Yeah, probably. And I just unclick him and I'm like, he'll get the next one. <laughs> yeah, we. Th- I, I I don't know about you, but I spend a lot of time thinking about that guy. All all the time. I'm like, oh geez, do I say? Oh, I gotta make sure I don't send him more on money. We. Yeah. Oh, will he want the Carl interview? <laughs> so so I didn't say. Wait, I sent him uh, the video of that maybe. Yeah. Um, because then I was like, "Well, he's gonna get it on Monday, right?" So this fucking, I think way too much about him. Did you enjoy uh, Carl? I did very much so. That's really like if I didn't know about that podcast, I think that might have just been what this was. Very close. You know Those, what I mean? Like essentially, well, the things we, we do, yeah. just talked about different podcasts every week. The things we do with. Uh, uh, Mike Harris is more or less what his show does. Yeah, kind of, but uh, Tom, yeah, I mean, I mean, like the Tom Myers thing. Tom Myers and and Opie, yeah, but like definitely. Patrice and Fez were kind of paying homage to those guys. Oh, definitely. But yeah, no, very as I told, and, and uh, you know, TV time capsule is pretty much the same type of thing too. Yeah, I feel like we haven't done one of those in a while. Actually, no, we released them kind of recently, but we haven't recorded yeah, one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, oh. I, I, I like that guy. I think it's such a good idea for a show. It's, um, you know, like he says he's ripping off Opie and Anthony Jocktober, which is essentially what I do when I do that type of shit. Mm. But it's, you know, I think it, it holds up because there are so many fucking podcasts out there that 
it's in a way what a lot of people don't get, like that comedy pot pie show that I was talking about with them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going back and forth with them now. Like what they don't get is it's free publicity. Like his audience will listen to them now, and if they do a good job, then the audience will like them. Um, Cameo Blind Mike is asking, "What did you guys think of Conan going ham at the Emmys? Did we miss that?" Oh yeah, but no, we were, I was going to talk about that. Okay, I missed that. I saw a Seth Rogen. I don't think I saw a Conan. Yeah, so uh, so Conan, um, who came? Maybe Cameo Blind Mike knows the guy. They were honoring some like executive. And uh, and Conan stands up and he's trying to get everyone up with him and he's just saluting him for the entire time he's speaking, just fucking with the guy. <laughs> and then uh, I guess for some like best variety show or something like that, uh, Stephen Colbert won. Ugh. And Colbert and his entire like staff went up. And Conan snuck in with them and just stood silently with with the Colbert staff on stage accepting the Emmy. <laughs> That's actually great. Yeah, so it was very... I, I don't know if uh, it was on purpose that I felt like he was kind of stealing a, nor- a page out of Norm's playbook. Maybe. To uh, honor his friend. He did, a, he did a pretty good podcast with uh, Andy Richter and Fred Smiley about Norm. I thought it was interesting. Do they have a podcast all the time now? Conan does, yeah. Andy Richter, Andy Richter and Fred Smiley aren't usually on it, but uh, Conan O'Brien has a friend. It's basically just like an interview show with him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm only I'll only listen to the episodes where I already like the person. Right. Like I listened to Colin Quinn's episode. Um, Bill Burr. He could never. He never got Norman. We know why now, obviously. Mm. Um, but uh, he, he's good in that. For like, he's he's looser. He you know. Um, just, I only say this cause it's different from late night format. Like he curses and he's, he's himself on that, you know, mm. it's not bad. I do. I've always liked Conan. Uh, I, I always, I, I don't know. I don't give a shit about anyone's monologues really. And mm. he, he was no exception, but I always enjoyed when he had someone I liked on cause he, yeah. he was pretty loose when it comes to late night guys, uh, with the guests. Yeah. He was my, I mean, he was our letterman. In the sense that, like, Conan was kind of cool when we were kids. Yeah. Uh, I liked Letterman also. Like, uh, you know, me and the Warthog freshman year fell asleep to Letterman. Oh, It was very cute. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Conan, I guess Conan was probably my guy. And, uh, like, when he started a podcast, I was like, uh, no thanks. Just because I feel like anyone at his level, when they do a podcast, it's like, oh, we'll do an eight-episode series. <laughs> yeah. Once every six years. Yeah, is that, is that Springsteen Obama podcast still going? Right, like I'm sure, I, I, but I think they only plan to do like eight episodes. Did it get that many? Um, I please, As far as that, you know what? I didn't listen to a lot of that. It was better than I expected. I listened to zero of it. I actually, uh, I don't particularly care for either of them. Yeah. Um, But I didn't think it actually would be too terrible because they... At least Obama doesn't really actually give a fuck what he says, it seems. Yeah, so I don't, I didn't know a lot about either of their stories. Like, I think if you were a Bruce fan, I don't know how deep he actually, I'm sure if you've read his books and shit, you already know all that stuff. Yeah. But like, when they were talking about their fathers and everything, I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. You know, it wasn't the worst thing. Is it something I would listen to every week? (laughs) No. Definitely. But I checked it out for, you know, 20 minutes or whatever. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's, um, he got that uh, that smoky voice. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, Conan. I think Conan does a decent job, at least with the comics that I've, I don't. You know, he also has. He still has on like uh, you know. I can't think of the, oh Catherine Heigl. I think he had like people like that. Wasn't she? Is she the one from uh, Knocked Up? Yeah, she's the one that called them sexist. Yeah, I, I thought she she changed the course of Judd Apatow's career. Oh, I know that. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, they did. They made Knocked Up, and pretty much since then, Judd Apatow has been saying for about forty-five two minutes, about forty-five minutes too long per movie. This is how not sexist I am. <laughs> Look at how much I love women. <laughs> what was, we got it. What was, we got it, Judd. Jesus Christ. What was her uh, reasoning or whatever? Um, I think I think just the jokes they made or something like that. Oh, come on. And, and she said it like after the fact. And I remember Seth Rogen saying like, well, you, you read the script, right? Like. You knew what the movie was. Oh, it was and, actually, uh, it wasn't just them joking around in between takes. It was actually the script she had a problem with. That I'm not sure of. It could have been a mix of both. Let's fucking find um, out. And also, I think this is me having read one thing on a, a subject five years ago and then, you know, regurgitating it. But I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, the scene where they fuck while she's, I think it's while she's pregnant, where she's wearing a bra. Yeah. You know, if you watch that movie, you're like, that's pretty weird. You know, it's weird that she wouldn't be naked for this scene. Um, and uh, I think that was one of her things. Like she said, oh, they tried pressuring me to do nude and shit like that. That seems uh, a little. That seems like a crazy thing to at the last second be like, hey, you should probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But it branded it branded Catherine Heigl as like difficult to work with. For a while after that. Well, I haven't seen her in anything since, have you? Uh, I mean, she's in a bunch of romantic comedies, and she was in that, uh, I'm pretty sure she was in Grey's Anatomy, right? Yeah, she's, oh, yes, that's right. That was also pre-knocked up, too, though. Oh, was it? Yeah, I also heard she's difficult on set, and I think it was actually from Grey's Anatomy. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, people people, people branded her as uh, difficult to work with. Um, how many have recently made with Seth Rogen? It's a little, it was only a little bit sexist and everyone flipped out. That's all she said. It's a little bit sexist. <laughs> well, that, that's a shitty thing to throw out there. It's a little bit sexist. Uh, <laughs> instantly, High Goal was declared the Hollywood bitch. <laughs> uh, she, uh, See, I told you. She was ungrateful. She was difficult. She was a woman to be avoided. Rogan and Apatow certainly never worked with Heigl again, and Apatow said in 2009 he expected an apology from Heigl that never came. In 26 Now I'm sure he would say, I was wrong. I'm a terrible man. <laughs> right, right. In 2016, nearly a decade after the whole debacle, Rogan said he felt betrayed by Heigl's comments. Then added that he respects the fact that she perhaps... That perhaps she realizes that it hurt her career. Uh, it's been dragged up in the news cycle um, yet again following Constant Wu's tweet that suggested uh, she didn't want to return to her sitcom Fresh Off the Boat, which prompted many to compare Wu to Heigl. Oh, so it's like a it's like a Wally Pip, but uh, you're a Catherine Heigl. That's funny. This little <laughs> girl, 
was difficult on set, and so Catherine Heigl was trending. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you're difficult. Um, were, were Heigl's words about knocked up strong? Yes. Were they rude? Probably. Uh, but were they right? I rewatched the film, which is now on Hulu, and honestly, yeah, they were. But before we dive in, I want to clear. Uh, want to be clear, I like. All right, is this up. a long? Th- I don't feel like getting this person's entire yeah, fucking breakdown. I, I thought that was the end, but I guess uh, you know. Well, go look it up on your own if you're interested in a twelve-year-old story. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you want to go back in time. <laughs> By the way, I think I owe uh, Visionless Dave that did uh, for the for his snarky comments. Where the fuck is that bitch that accused Norm of sexual assault? Oh, I know. Where's her evidence? God damn it. She doesn't have any. She, you know what her evidence was that I saw uh, that I gathered was you see, uh, he never fraternized with, uh, female comics. So I, you know what? I have no doubt that he was a dick. I don't even know. I don't even know if that was it. He probably was avoiding women. So none of this shit would come up. Yeah. But I mean, maybe he was an asshole. I don't know who who gives a shit about that. The idea that you could treat people like an asshole now. And that's equivalent to rape <laughs> is is wild to me. I know I get branded this guy that talks about this shit all the time. And I, it made me laugh out loud. <laughs> I was actually, I was listening to the podcast when Kurt goes, uh, I think if there was video of Norm committing the assault, <laughs> Mike would be like, well, why didn't she say while well, he was alive? <laughs> that did make me laugh. So I know I've like become this, <laughs> this caricature, <laughs> but, but it is ridiculous to me that more people aren't like, hey, maybe don't call him a rapist the day he dies if you don't even have, you know, an anecdote about it. You think that's a bit strong there, Mike? <laughs> it's a bit. <laughs> offer, offer me a little, a little story. You know, humor me. Get, get specific, too, you know? Yeah, so he, I mean, like, if you look on, I mean, there's a bunch of compilations online of Norm shitting on, like, female comics. It's the funniest stuff. It's so funny. Like uh, some some woman on SNL, she was a writer and um, she was on Greg Fitzsimmons show. And she said that, uh, yeah, Norm was Norm was supposed to be like my my mentor, my shepherd into Saturday Night Live. And she said he was kind of a dick to me. And Norm said he didn't really remember. And he's like, uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember her her from all her great character work. (laughs) (laughs) He was the best at comebacks like that. Oh, I know, I know. I I I love the we we went over this in the sense deleted uh uh norm. It's uh, deleted. You told me to. No, I didn't. It's on the show. You said to get rid of it. I still have it. Oh, I, can, I was kidding. Oh, I can put it back up. I thought because it was literally pointless to take it down. Oh, no, yeah. Don't, of course, don't delete it. Oh, okay. I'll put it back. It, I still have it, but... Um, uh, I mean, I guess it doesn't make sense to put it back up now either. But yeah, no, you shouldn't have deleted it. Oh, wait, double check. If I say that on the air, always double check. Uh, I think it came up like four times, so I went, well, I get it. <laughs> I, was, I was fucking around. Okay. No, because I referenced it the next day on the show, so I figured people would at least listen yeah, to it. Yeah, we said leave it up for 24 hours, which I did. Then I took it down. <laughs> ah, well, fuck it. Well, you know, if you got to see it, you got to see it. Then. Hey, comment underneath this uh, <laughs> post if you want that back. Oh. Yeah, no, always ask me that shit. Before I forget, did you call for the end of Moron Money? Did I call for the end? I don't know what you mean. 
I saw a bunch of people commenting like, we want more of these. So I didn't know if Oh, no, no. I just said, um, I said, because I did a short episode on Sunday. So I said, if you want me to do a bonus episode, just comment in the... Uh, okay. Because I, I was like, uh, it, it might not be the most watched thing that we do here at Blind Mike Project, but it certainly gets the most engagement. So I was like... Oh, good. <laughs> what are you doing? No, no, no. I, yeah, I just said, because I didn't know. And I ended up doing a bonus episode today. There we go. All right. Sorry. Um, Sorry to derail everything, but before it slipped my mind again. Oh, man. Well, it really, boy, it really tells you. Oh, you know what? Now that I'm thinking back, someone asked me, someone's like, why can't I play this? And I was like, ah, just keep trying. <laughs> the norm thing? Yeah. Oh, uh, it was still up when that happened. I saw it too. It was the oh, okay. it was the typical click on this to watch on YouTube that they don't All hit. Right. Well, hey, I get, it'll make the episode of Why Are You Laughing a little fresher now that people haven't heard. Well, that was the reason for the podcast I did about it. <laughs> that was the reason for the joke to take it down was like, we'll just do a Why Are You Laughing. So I was like, all right. Yeah. Ah, oh, well. It actually, I might have left it up for two days. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. I remember. I know why you thought that. So I'm not furious, but just uh, double check it off air next time. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, you know, it was the, uh, the, we'll put it on why are you laughing thing that I went, oh, it's got to be serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, which makes, it does make sense, I guess. You know what? Uh, that'll be a bonus release for the the week we put out uh, Norm's Why Are You Laughing. <laughs> Do you want to see how this didn't go well and then watch this one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Just uh, I have the fun. I have the 45 seconds. <laughs> the, the first uh the first attempt when we went live that day. And uh you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I was furious. I know. I was like, it's not playing. Because it was such I, I was so I was so sad that day. I, I was I was excited to talk about it and everything like and it all went to shit. <laughs> it sure did. <laughs> oh, I take it back. I take back my um, my comment about Visionless Dave. I remember what I promised him I would talk about. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, "I can't wait to hear forty minutes on this <laughs> next week or whatever the fuck he said." But uh, my my tiff with Kevin Clancy. Oh yeah, that's right. I I didn't he, realize that was serious. He's the weirdest guy. I don't. <laughs> he does this to me like once a year. We have one of these where. I, we have this odd interaction on Twitter. Can I tell you how I, yeah. Can I tell you how I read it first real quick? Yeah. I thought his thing, his first response, I thought was very blatantly a joke and he wasn't being serious and -hmm. it didn't get serious till you called him like a dick or whatever the fuck you said. Oh no, no. I thought it was serious right off the bat. I did not. Cause he's not, we're not like buddies where he would joke back and forth with me. You know what I mean? You've known him for fucking six, seven years. Not really. Yeah, I guess. Um, but like every time this happens, we'll have a spat on Twitter and then he'll, at the end of it, he'll DM me and be like, sorry, I think I misunderstood you. <laughs> oh, did you get that this time? Yeah. Or he didn't even say, sorry. He just goes, uh, I think we're on the same side on this one. And I go, <laughs> yeah, man, I know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you were doing. I think he was doing the fake overreaction to being compared to, uh, Ari as the joke. Well, that's no, no, that's what he said. But it wasn't fake. He was like, he's like, I just thought like if you were bringing it to that level of comparing me to Ari, like what the fuck do people think I meant? And I was like, no, man, like I'm a fan of Ari's, <laughs> which I it's, explained it's, to you when you called me an idiot. 
<laughs> you know, like, hey, I am a fucking moron. But in this situation, <laughs> I yeah. feel like I'm on the, the path of the righteous men. I asked him to I asked him to come on the program. I have not heard back. <laughs> I saw that. No, he wouldn't come on. <laughs> yeah. I think he would, no. actually. No, 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 no. You don't think if you asked no, him, he has no, he has no interest in me. Oh, well, make it a good show. He's always been very nice to me, but has made his um, uh, disdain for me known Chef publicly. Lewis, Chef Lewis says that Mike has real estate in KFC's head. I guess I do in a way. Yeah. Like he's always done. Like he's been super nice to me. Yeah. I, I honestly did not take any serious tone with that until you called him a dick and then said relax, which was like the extra. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hate that. <laughs> In an argument, that's the best thing to say to someone because you know, relax. Yeah, you just go, "Hey, well, relax." That's how I felt as I was reading it because because uh, then my second response was, uh, "Now I actually am doing forty minutes on it." Jesus, Dave was right. The division as Dave knows me. This is like my the back of his head. This is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really even going to talk. About I know. That. Um, he. Uh, I can't even remember what I was going to say now. Oh. He, I, I go, wow, Kevin's anger baffles me sometimes. Cause I got a meaning. I don't know why he's angry about this. And then he goes, your stupidity baffles me. And I'm like, Kevin, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Read what I'm saying. <laughs> that's a wicked funny lash out comment. Though, <laughs> I gotta say <laughs> your glasses are stupid. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so that's my, you know, complicated relationship with Kevin Francis Clancy. Always very nice to me. Off air and then on air despises me. <laughs> Which is, uh, it's always good, right? I guess. Name's still being brought up. I suppose. Well, I did, I antagonize him. But. <laughs> Just kick his shin and then he, yeah. <laughs> he attacks. Uh, ah, well, we wait, we wasted about 40 minutes. That's better than I thought I would do. What else do, what, what else do we have? I'm just scrolling through the comments right now to see what we got here. Oh, but we mentioned uh, Seth Rogen. I think the only reason we mentioned Seth Rogen was, uh, I I guess the Emmy producers were mad about his speech or jokes, whatever you want to call them. Oh, yeah. Did you not hear it? I heard it. Would you be, do you think they should have been mad at that? I thought that was, uh, yeah. Really? Um. I don't think I actually thought it was like the funniest Seth Rogen's been in like years. I thought it was perfectly within bounds. <laughs> right. But they're giving off the illusion that like it's aired out and outside and shit. And he's oh, right. And his point is, hey, there's, there's if you're really concerned about this shit, how about we stop lying about it? Yeah, this was on uh, this was on Mike's list last night. And my whole thing was if he actually felt that way, though, he would have left. Uh, well, no, maybe he stayed to do that. Maybe. Because no one else would have brought it up. Do you, do you like no one else did bring it up. Let me see here. There is the video. Let's and see. yeah, I guess, and the producers, so the producers were mad about that. They were mad about Conan. And it's like, boy, you really don't know how to save your, your program when the ratings are plummeting. <laughs> well, I can see them. I can see them being mad at Rogan for what he said, but. I have no idea how you could be mad at Conan for just goofing around. He's fucking around. Yeah, that's that's the only those are the only two things people were talking about. Let's see. That was wild. That was truly insane. Was not expecting that. That was like when I was listening to music with my mom and she knew all the words to WAP. Uh, 
It took me by surprise. <laughs> Is it WAP or WAP? I don't know. All right. Um, anyway, good to, to be here at the Emmy Awards. Let me start by saying there is way too many of us in this little room. What are we doing? They said this was outdoors. It's not. <laughs> that's very, I think that's funny to do. Oh, that, I agree. But so my, my, what I would say if I got in a room with these Emmy producers, you be the Emmy producer and tell me you're mad about, about what Seth did. See, uh, Seth, can I have a word? Sure. Um, so we promoted this as an outdoor event, right? Uh-huh. Um, we got a, quote, outdoor tent, but we closed it off and put three chandeliers and a roof on it. Right. Okay. Um, I, no- I noticed that. I thought it was a lot. Um, I don't know if you watch the news, but we're the good guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who take everything uh, very seriously. Um, you know, no events without right. Masks I thought of. so. Yeah, that's why I was surprised. But you know, there's no masks here, so we have to tell everyone it's outdoors. <laughs> you know I, okay, so I'm gonna lie. Yeah. About yeah. This. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I didn't have. Okay. I, I didn't say that. You did. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the interaction. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Well, how about you don't have a roof? <laughs> See that's that's how we that's how we promoted it. Or so again, if I'm Seth Rogen, what I do is say, either if that's that important to you that you need to promote it that way, if you need to promote that it's outside, say we're not going to have the roof, and if it fucks up the sound or the lighting, too bad. That's how we have to do it to be safe. Or say, hey guys, it's important to wear masks but not so important that it ruins the Emmys. <laughs> Just admit that. Right. Like be fucking honest. Right. Because it's going to come out like, you know, people, especially like people on the right would be in there. So they got such a hard on when Obama had a party and everything, you know, that someone would have reported. Actually, I don't think they really did. What do you mean? For the, with, with Obama's party it was mostly good for him. He's living his life. <laughs> That's what I no, saw. But I'm, I'm saying like, uh, you know, the Jerry's of the world. Ah, uh, yes. Got a, got a hard on to be like, look at him. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> look at all the people there. But <laughs> uh, your kids. <laughs> did you see, I don't know if you pulled the sound or not. Did you see the video I sent you? Um, the mayor of, I want to say San Francisco. Yes. Yes, I do. Do you have that sound? Yep. It's, I mean, it's just, it's the same as like the Emmys where it's people that are like, it is, oh, it is so important to be vaxxed and masked. I cannot tell you how important that is to just be, you know, completely safe and not put anyone at risk. This is a six. Uh, unless. Uh, yeah, unless, you know. This is a, uh, a six minute video. Just as a heads up. Oh, does she get to it quick? I don't remember. She gets to weird I shit. I think she does. Yeah. I had a good Let's time start. at the Black Cat. And I think it's sad that um, this is even a story. Um, the fact is... Remember, she implements very strict mask mandates. Yeah, so this is the mayor of San Francisco, very strict mask mandates. She was at a concert, and people noticed she wasn't wearing a mask, which they found a little odd. Or was, and she also wasn't yelling at anyone in attendance to wear said mask as well. Right, well, she has a pretty good reason. Yeah. Oh, that, I hope that line is in the beginning. Um, I think it is. is, um, There was something that was really um, monumental that occurred. 
and that is Tony, 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 the original members, the brothers, Raphael. <laughs> yes, that's Dwayne right, folks. Wiggins, who have you may have been thinking, well, if this concert was so important, was it, believe it you know, least Sir Paul McCartney? <laughs> they are just really. Was it Beyonce? Um, She's a big figure to a lot of people. <laughs> in the history of this country, <laughs> no, in the Bay Area. This local band. <laughs> It was Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> a one-hit wonder from the fucking 70s. <laughs> I don't know if I've even never heard that name before. I've heard of them as like a punchline, I think. <laughs> oh, really? Just as like, you know, like a, huh. a reference to a one-hit wonder. I'm going to see if I can find that one. Uh, well, we can't play it anyway, so don't bother. The What's that? We probably we can't play music, right? Oh no no no! I'm talking about the uh, that one specific quote that is absolutely ridiculous. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah. Hold on. Let me see if I can find that. <laughs> Feeling. <laughs> hmm. It should be like a quick clip, but all I'm seeing is a six minute video. That's very annoying. It is very annoying. Well, uh, the long and short of it is. Um, do you remember the exact quote? It was, uh, I was feeling the spirit and I, I wasn't was feeling, thinking about the mask. <laughs> so the part I, I, I don't, I don't give a shit about the, uh, you know, actually a, a liberals lying. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. What I find hilarious is this mythical idea <laughs> that, well, we all need masks to be safe unless you are protected by the magic of dance. <laughs> the magistry of dance and song. COVID's got no rhythm. <laughs> this is the opposite of Footloose. <laughs> it's going to be the sequel to Footloose where uh, music protects everyone. <laughs> you need music or you are at risk of death. Yeah, it's uh, I I kind of give her credit for just diving into that stupid answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I so I don't give a fuck. What I would just like as a human being is for everyone to say, "Oh, well, since when I want to do something, suddenly my fears of COVID evaporate." Right. Then let's not force everyone <laughs> to wear a mask because I don't even think I should wear one. <laughs> this lady was uh, not outside either. It was just every, it was, it was what she would call the day prior a COVID cocktail. <laughs> well, you forget she was protected by the arts. That's right. That's right. I was at, I was at, I was at a great Tony, Tony, Tony concert. <laughs> and then she props them up as some like symbol of, Racial harmony in this country, where it's like, is there even any? They're not, they're not a tribe called Quest. <laughs> what do you think their fucking music means? Who is uh, who is with her at this uh, at this fucking thing? Oh, I have no idea. I know this. I know there's, there's actually video of her dancing. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it doesn't look very diverse. You know, can she boogie? Um. Uh, I fucking hate Twitter sometimes. Um, let me see here. Videos. What that? Hmm. Yeah, but she... There we go. <laughs> She's feeling it more than anybody. It's only a four-second video. It sounds like, like R. Kelly. <laughs> it is... Everyone in this video is someone I would not want to hang out with. I, I would put heavy money on that. 
Oh, now I now I know what they are. Baristas. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, so people are, uh, if you guys didn't know, people are hypocrites, hmm. I guess is what I've exposed here today. <laughs> Big time. Also, uh, the chat, it appears that uh, people were not getting the email today, so I think this $20 tier has fucked us up. <laughs> no, but I, I haven't programmed anything. I know. I, I This one in particular didn't go out, it appears. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. But they have the notification, like it appears on their Patreon and all that shit. Obviously, because they're here. Uh, some people are saying they saw it on Twitter. Really? I did. I could tell uh, at the beginning. It was a slow trickle in, so I even went out and tweeted it as well. Well, what the hell? Check your notifications, folks. I mean, check your uh, settings in your in your Patreon app. Because I've been told by Matt Carano that uh, it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, um... I, I, I'm at locals for Jerry and I got about four or five emails today, so I don't want to hear it from anyone ever again. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> they do one show a day. I, I don't know what happened. I got so many emails. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, I apologize. I'll look into that folks. Hey, maybe your email nightmares are over. <laughs> to be fair, only one person signed up, so I couldn't that have poor been bastards that. paying $20. <laughs> no one's getting emails anymore. <laughs> And I'm not going to tag him on this one where we talk about him either. (laughs) (laughs) He'll find out one way or another. Uh, Patreon is screwing us. Who's saying that? Ted. (laughs) No, no. I thought this was good. I thought, isn't this what you always wanted? (laughs) Yeah. No, that's good. These people wanted to know we were doing a show. You don't know what you got till it's gone is what it is. (laughs) Remember those emails? Riddle me this, folks. Oh, this will be a test. Answer me in the comments if you if you indulge me. Did you get an email about more on money this morning? Uh, I did see people did get that, didn't get this. Huh. That's got to be a Craig problem then. Ted likes the emails. I didn't do anything different. I just hit post, and usually that's when the email goes out. Well, you I'll can, be damned. You can also set it up on the Patreon app to send a notification that way. Yeah. Which is what... Because um, I have uh, uh, like Matt and Shane Secret Podcast. Every time they post something on their Patreon, I get mm-hmm. an email and a notification on Patreon. Yeah, so do that if you're if if this becomes a thing, do that. We'll work on how else to fix it. But yeah, we're sorry. It has nothing to do with us, as far as I know. I look like a Melvin. What does that mean? I have uh, blue light glasses on now. Oh, just like your name should be Melvin? Yeah, Matt Matt was calling me uh, a fucking Melvin last night because I look like a fucking idiot with my new glasses. <laughs> is that a, a thing that I'm not aware of, or is he just saying you it's, look like a guy named Melvin? It's a very outdated insult, I believe. Well, I've never heard it. Yeah, I don't know. He said it 400 times last night. It was uh, something I hadn't heard in a very long time. What are the uh, what are the very good boys up to these days? I have not checked in in a couple weeks. Well, I haven't. Uh, the last... Last night's show and the week prior were remote because I was at a super spreader event. <laughs> ah. Uh, got tested last Friday. Still haven't got my results, which is crazy. I know someone who has the vaccine and got COVID. Uh, so that was... So the, much for this thing they just stuck in me. So um, someone I know who does not have the vaccine got COVID for the second time and he just had the sniffles. Mm-hmm. Got tested, was positive. 
someone who is fully vaccinated at this same event got COVID and has been in bed for five days. Hmm. So, uh, are you one of these guys that roots for that? No. You're like, oh, good. <laughs> vaccinated person got it. No. Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> The person who got it that has the vaccine, I'm very close with. <laughs> and I, I don't root for that at all. Young, well, too. Young. Oh, no. Yeah. I guess well, they're on the up and up right now, but. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, they're fine. Um, I feel like there's another story I was somewhat interested in. Um, oh. Oops. No, go ahead. Uh, the Edie Falco thing. Oh, yeah. Boy, what the fuck was that going to be? At every turn, I am so discouraged about this goddamn Sopranos movie. David Chase did get a victory, though. What? It is not. Uh, it's not called a Sopranos movie any longer. Oh, good. Every article I've seen lately has just been the Many Saints of Newark. You know what? You know what I'm starting to think. Maybe that's bad news. <laughs> Huh. Maybe he's like, I don't want this to have any ties to the masterpiece I created. <laughs> so I was reading this article that you sent me about this, yeah. and they were talking about it being the opening scene. Yeah. Which, does that mean they were going to go like post uh, Tony getting whacked and then like a flashback? Oh, <laughs> what if it's just her like POV, like talking to Tony, <laughs> but he's not in it? Like, oh, Tony. <laughs> it's her going. You're such an asshole. <laughs> Mom, I'm going out. And, and <laughs> all the kids just leave. AJ's 35. <laughs> he's still got a leather jacket on and people think he's tough. <laughs> yeah, so if, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, I sent Craig an article right before the show. Edie Falco recorded a scene for The Many Saints of Newark um, that got, it got cut from the movie, so we will, we will never see it. Uh, most likely, but they did film it. And the director said that uh, there may be some other cameos from cast members. Yes, that was the problem. Like, if they used bad news, if they used Edie Falco in the opening scene of the movie, I could understand them doing like uh, how she is real quick and then a flashback to her when they met or some shit and that's where the movie starts. I would not enjoy that, but it would make sense in storytelling. Imagine. Could you imagine if she was playing like 16 year old Carmela? <laughs> <laughs> they did the they did it just like the way they do in sitcoms and flashbacks. <laughs> they seem to give her give her like a side ponytail. <laughs> Chewing gum. <laughs> they, hey Tony. <laughs> Tony <laughs> um, they're gonna give her the side ponytail and then use the Irishman like shit CGI so she still looks 40 <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> oh I'd give him credit I would find that hilarious David Chase no, just real, sabotages my, the whole thing <laughs> my real fear is that uh, like there's a young Artie Bucco character and like Old Artie Bucco. It's not him playing Artie Bucco. It's just the actor. He like you know serves him a fucking cannoli. I hope not. And he's like, yeah, maybe I'll get in the restaurant biz someday. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be something like. I fear it's gonna be something like that. <laughs> I have not seen. I still have not got the courage to watch the second trailer. It's coming out what like next week? Oh, it's not. It's not as bad. Then maybe it's not as bad as I've portrayed it. 
I, I'm, if, I have, if you have like you can't watch it vibes, I don't know if it's that bad. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm afraid to do that to to just get anything bad in my head before this movie comes out. Yeah, I don't know. I what what dates does it come out? Do we know? Uh, that's got to be easy to find. October. I, I think it's like the next week or two. I think it's like October first. Ooh, you're gonna have to watch that before Sacco. I would think. Yeah, I would think so. Right. Yeah. October first. Yeah. I wish. I wish YouTube didn't suck, and like we could just do. We could just stream it here. <laughs> I know. I'd love to watch it, but I guess we can't, right? No. Well, you know, the other problem with that is, uh, then I wouldn't really be watching it. Like we'd have to talk, you know. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to really drink in if it's gonna be. Either way, like if it's great, I want to just watch it. But if it's horrible, I really want to drink it in. <laughs> I know, I know. We, <laughs> as long as it's as long as it's better than that Travolta gaudy shit pile that they they put out. Yeah, we'll remember when I asked Doug Allen about that? Oh yeah, and he. <laughs> He, he's, <laughs> he's like, ah, he tried his best. Yeah, he, that was like when we first started. Yeah, oh, you know, it'd be was a, the first thing I posted, I think. You know, it'd be a funny TV time capsule, or, or whatever, whatever the fuck is. Find our first episode and go back and listen to it. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so bad. I ugh. Well, do you, I don't know if you uh, do you still have the recording you did we did like in November of last year? The one that never got released. Yeah. No, that's gone. That that yeah. that disappeared when my computer died. Oh right, right, right. Along with uh, like some very good show stuff too. A lot of yeah. That. Oh, we should do something like that on the uh, the one year anniversary. That's coming up. Yeah, New Year's Day. Wow. We'll do a countdown. Uh, New Year's. What a ride it's been. Yeah. We've we've been smooth sailing until the last like two weeks. <laughs> pretty pretty bumpy. No, we've been we've been chugging along. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll have Ari Shafir and Bob Kelly on this program. Bobby Ari Ke- assured me October's the month. It's sober October. They're actually doing it again, from what I gather. But Ari's probably not though, right? Uh, no, it was um, two bears. It was Bert and Ari. I listened to mm-hmm. uh, pretty good episode actually. Um, but they were talking about doing it again, both of them. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll get him in the sober phase then. Ari decided to uh, root for COVID so he didn't have to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I guess that's it for today. I'm actually curious to bring up, I don't know if Kirk will give a shit, but I want to bring up that Edie Falco story tomorrow because, oh, does that bum me out? They did have the brains to cut it. Yeah, but the the fact that that's how they're thinking is what bothers me. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like fuck. Is all the good stuff in the trailer? It well, it's just like that. So they're thinking like that. They're thinking, let's bring in Carmela, uh, who's now got to be what sixty years old. Ah oh, man, how old is she? She's got to be in her fifties at least. Yeah, well, which I mean, saying. oh, you know, she's in. Um, she actually plays. I don't know how she's doing the voice. She plays a pretty good Hillary Clinton. <laughs> 58 years old. Oh, and that new Monica Lewinsky thing? Impeachment? Yeah. Oh. Me and Alba have been watching it. Okay, this picture I'm looking at of her, like the stock Google, I can yeah. I can definitely see Hillary Clinton. And well, she even she does the voice pretty good. 
Really? She hasn't been in much of it, so I'm, I'm judging off of, you know, a few seconds, but. Mm. Oh, that's what I wanted to mention. Uh, so I've been watching Impeachment. And uh, the first episode, like, it's it's pretty good. It's not, like, you know, for what it is, it's I, I've enjoyed it. And I was a kid when that shit was going on. I was, what, six years old, whatever I was. Um, so I don't, I don't remember most of the details. So like I never I I knew everyone referred to like Linda Tripp as a, a huge bitch, but I didn't know a lot about like what she did or anything. Yeah. So it's interesting to watch for that type of stuff. So I think like people our age and younger would probably enjoy it from from that angle. But the first episode, um, it's all uh, kind of setting up like who Monica Lewinsky is, who Linda Tripp is, all that type of shit. Who doesn't know that? Well, yeah, I mean, they're doing the show, so they kind of have to do that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then the last scene is uh, Monica gets a call from this, this uh, you know, boyfriend she's referred to. And it's Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's the cliffhanger? And then the episode ends. Come He's on. just like, hey, hey, beautiful. And then the episode ends. <laughs> hey, beautiful. And it's like, is there anyone watching this that's like, what? <laughs> Oh, not the president. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> that's a sacred office. He doesn't respect the interns. <laughs> he's like, how's your humidor? Like referring to her box as a humidor. <laughs> so he sticks his cigars. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I, so they have to do kind of shit like that where I'm like, well, we, you, we, it's about the journey. Don't make us think we don't know how it ends. <laughs> So that was a little weird, but worth watching if you're not, you know, totally up on the story. That's like saying the president is going to ask for the definition of the word is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Hillary has a line like, uh, what am I going to lose to Donald Trump someday? That'd be just (laughs) ridiculous. It's that meeting before they hated each other. Right. Well, that's so they did that with uh, the people versus OJ Simpson. Yeah. Where like, for no reason. Uh, Robert Kardashian's having a conversation with Chris, which there's a reason for that. Like it's, there's a reason to have the Kardashians in there because they were so attached to OJ. But then like out of nowhere, there's just a ham handed scene where three little girls run by and they're like, Hey Kim, be careful. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we get it. You're the Kardashians. We understand that you later became famous. Now I get what they're doing there. What they're doing is trying to get the actual famous people to retweet it or something to get more eyeballs on it. Yeah, but that's not art. That's just, that's marketing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, what, an eight-part series or something? Just, yeah. What's five seconds of... Yeah, well, no, that's what I, I don't give a shit that they did it, but it was funny. <laughs> Monica is actually a Republican now. No shit. Well, uh, yeah, I think she, they left a, uh, a bad taste in her mouth, <laughs> so to speak. That's exactly what Ted said before you. He got that, he got that in before you. Ted got that in before you. I got to give him credit for that. <laughs> Two hacks clunking our heads on that <laughs> Isn't that the worst when you go to say a joke and someone else is like, oh, you're going to go with this? You're like, ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Um, congratulations to Ted Lasso, which is evidently the greatest show ever written. I still have never seen an episode of that. So I like it. Like, well, I should say I like the first season. The second season, I don't really give a fuck as much. It would be perfect. Like if I had kids, 
it'd be perfect to watch with the kid. Like it's a perfect network sitcom, oddly enough, because it's on Apple. Really? But, like, it's fine. But like, it's, it's so frustrating that the, uh, the Emmys just now pick one show to just gargle their cum. It, you can watch it with kids. So it's not even like funny. Um, I mean, there's curse. There's a little bit of cursing, but like, so I'm talking like if my, you know, if I had like a 10 year old son, I wouldn't have a problem with him watching it. Mm. That's, that's unfortunate. I always wanted Sudeikis to do like a show where, you know, like, well, I mean, I also think about that about as well for like 30 rock. I would think of it that way. I'm not, not 30 rock. Um, parks and rec. Mm. And this is not as good as parks and rec, but. Sudeikis is making a million bucks an episode, so good for him. <laughs> that says hack. Thank you. I'm not that good. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Ted, and thank you to everyone else in the comments. You're all. Uh, this ended up being a fun one, even though we had no nothing to talk about. Holy so. shit! We're at an hour ten. Yeah. So if you're listening for free and you made it this far, uh, go to Patreon.com/slash/blindmike. Yeah. Why not? And uh, check out a very good show as well. Oh, uh, episode out now called Melvin. Listen oh, wherever you fun. get podcasts. Any big doings in that world? No, Mike took a new strategy with his list, though. And I got to say, I enjoyed it a lot more. What's the strategy? He he goes, well, his first thing was he goes, I, I'm trying to be fun. I'm going to do funny, fun things with the list now. Okay. <laughs> Instead of bringing up like actual political uh, things, which okay, that, I would that, what he should have been doing the whole time, but it's not going to last. He's going to be like, fuck Democrats and whatever the fuck he's going to go off in like a week or two. But sure. then, so that was actually kind of fun. <laughs> I wasn't getting mad at the end of the show, which was nice. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, I don't even remember what we talked about. All right. Well, go listen to the boys. Any final thoughts in the comments before we check out of here? Nope. All right. So long, everybody. Bye. And I think to myself, wow, what a beautiful world. I see clouds of rain. Fuck you.